There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about The Lighthouse. Yes, The Lighthouse. Uh, Robert um, Eggers is the director. And he's done one other movie before, um, which uh, Alessandra has seen and I have not. Uh, it's called The Witch. Yeah, I watched it before I saw The Lighthouse, um, like the day before. So it's pretty fresh in my mind as well. Um. But since Emily hasn't seen it, I just want to say, and if anybody out there hasn't seen it before, it's a good movie. I would recommend watching it. Yeah, after seeing The Lighthouse, I definitely want to see The Witch just to just to see if there are any comparisons that could be made, like in directing style and stuff like that. And I also heard The Witch was really good. I just steer away from those because they're scary. Yeah, um, I would say it's about the same amount of scary as this movie. Um, you know, because really? it... Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like, a, like a thriller almost. Yeah, it's it's a thriller. It's more of a, uh, it's like a mystery. Yeah, like oh, a mystery man. kind of like a uncomfortable yeah, movie. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know, just uncomfortable yeah. generally. Um, yeah, but really okay. realistic, like really feeling like. Like, I feel like this movie, you're really, like, with The Lighthouse, you're extremely in it, and it feels like something that is so visceral, and so, um, it's like you can almost touch it, and it, it's the same thing with The Witch, because it's just so incredibly well-acted and well-written, and, uh, just, it feels like it's right in front of you that you could just, it's gonna come out and just get you, you know? Yeah, um, I really... I really enjoyed that about, about, um, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. I kind with, of like About the lighthouse? <laughs> yes, about the lighthouse. I was listening yes. to you and then I like completely blanked for like a second and I like completely missed whatever you said. Well, uh, okay, so the lighthouse only has two people in it. It's pretty awesome acting. Willem Dafoe and Robert, ba Robert Pattinson. Um, so great. Like, such an interesting dynamic between the two of them and just such a weird period piece in the middle of nowhere. Very jarring. <laughs> yeah, very, like, you have a lot of questions by the end. It's very, it's very weird. It's very creepy. It's very unpleasant. It's just, <laughs> <Yes>. you, <laughs> you, but in a good way. It's unpleasant in a good way. Um, like, I liked how unpleasant it was. Like, they really showed, like, how horrible of a job it must be to be a lighthouse keeper. Oh. I saw this other movie of, about a lighthouse keeper, um, The Light Between Oceans. Uh, okay. Which had Alicia... Uh, what's her name? The, the candor? 
Vikander, excuse me, yes. Okay. Uh, with, um, there was, there was, uh, Rachel Weitz and, okay. um, who plays Magneto? Um, which one? The old one or the new one? The new one. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, yes. So, that, that was the other movie that was about a lighthouse keeper. So, I had only that as my other frame of reference. <laughs> Yeah, um, do I even have another frame of reference for that's, that's a what lighthouse? I, <laughs> oh, oh, Annihilation had a lighthouse in it. <laughs> yeah, right. It did. Uh, right, which was yes. also super scary. Very much so. Oh, ooh, yeah. Um, Interesting. It's just kind of a creepy. Oh, also the uh, does it like the ring have a lighthouse in it? You probably have never seen the ring. No, I never saw the ring. Yeah. Well, anyways, this movie, wow. Just, I actually left the movie and I literally was like, I was with my friend and I said to him, I don't think that Emily and I are going to talk about this movie on the podcast. Really? And here we are. <laughs> Why not? It's definitely going to get nominated. Like, oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I was... <laughs> Why did you think we weren't going to talk about it? Because I just thought it was too absurd. But then over time, I sat on it and I really thought about it. And I was like, no, this movie's great, actually. This is a great movie. And I don't think it's too absurd. And hence, we are talking about it. So, and and I'm so... I'm so torn by, like, how to talk about this. Like, do we want to, like, briefly summarize, like, kind of what happens? Or do we just kind of want to jump right into, like, symbolism I mean, and mythology <laughs> and, like, all the shit that we could talk about Does with this the movie? plot even matter? Like, it doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't. It really doesn't. So we it's... could probably just... We could probably just jump right in the middle. <laughs> um, I... I mean... I just loved how funny it was. Like, the whole movie is kind of hilarious. Yeah, like, with with Willem Dafoe just, like, farting and just being just an all-around just, like, asshole to Robert Pattinson for, like, the and first the half of the movie. And is just so funny. Yeah, and just the situations that, you know, um, Robert Pattinson, uh, A.K.A. Ephraim, A.K.A. Thomas. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Ephraim. Yeah, Ephraim. Oh, Ephraim. I thought I thought he pronounced it like Ephraim. <laughs> <laughs> you did see it twice. You you did. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just the accent that Willem Dafoe oh, yeah. was using. But yeah, the it sounded accents. like he was. It sounded <laughs> yes. These accents were <laughs> spot on. Which you know what? I'm just gonna jump right into some trivia. Like there's some great oh, trivia my for God. this. Please tell me. I I just I want to hear everything about this movie. I did read a few articles about it, but please, please tell me. So let's see. So. Pattinson's accent is based off a very specific area of Maine, like, farming dialect, while Defoe's is the jargon of Atlantic fishermen and sailors of the time, which is 1890. Like pirates. <laughs> Basically, or just, like, just like sailors. <laughs> sailors, um, yeah. Robert Eggers was very precise about the actor's accents and mm -hmm. line delivery. He would, for example, give instructions to, quote-unquote, say the second sentence of your third line 75% faster. 
<laughs> I love this so much. I'm literally sitting here just thinking about it and thinking, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't see this twice. Yeah, and and I, I was also reading another article um, that Eggers was also, like, very, very thorough on his, like, research of the time period and, you know, the mythology and that his characters were kind of based off of, which I thought was very interesting. Because, yeah, there there was a lot of stuff to think about when it came to this movie. Like, like oh, kind yeah. of the thoughts, the thoughts that came into my mind, especially after seeing it twice, was, you know, was was the island almost like a purgatory, you know, kind of punishing mm-hmm. um, uh, Robert Pattinson's character for what he had done, which, you know, when he was a logger oh, yeah. back in Canada, or back near Canada, I believe. He killed he, someone. and He oh, had killed somebody, yeah. And then replaced him. Like, he killed somebody and then took his identity. Yes. Yeah. So bad. And uh, and so kind of thinking of this of this island and this and this lighthouse and this situation is kind of like a purgatory, and he's just like mm-hmm. eternally being being punished. And yeah. And then also <laughs> yeah. another another idea that kind of went around, which this article talks on talks about, um, which I was reading the Collider, um, mm-hmm. the article from the Collider, kind of saying that you know. Robert Pattinson's character and Willem Dafoe's character might be the same the same person just kind uh-huh. of ultimately circling each other and repeating repeating mm-hmm. um their life's decisions and you know as he, and apparently as he falls down the lighthouse he kind of like cracks his <laughs> leg and and breaks it That was so funny Yeah like <laughs> after he, he was like <laughs> the stairs <laughs> and he just kept falling it was hilarious I was laughing a lot. <laughs> this was like, honestly, this was like a comedy to me. <laughs> it was. There were some very humorous parts. It it just seemed so serious as well that like I didn't oh, know yeah. if like if like <laughs> these things that were happening were kind of purposely comical or just kind of like situationally comical. And they were definitely just situationally comical. Well, um, I think but, it's but, but purposeful as well. Yeah, like I really think that it's a dark comedy, and I really think that like it's. It's a really, really dark comedy. Like, it's a it's a horror comedy, which, you know, we don't have a lot of those. Like, we really don't, you know? Yeah, it's very interesting, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell you this quote. That's, that's the number one quote on IMDb right now. It is so funny. It goes, Thomas, what? Ephraim, what? Thomas, what? Ephraim, what? Thomas, what? Ephraim. What? Thomas. What? Ephraim. What? That's the quote. Was that from the movie? Yes. From that long? When they were sitting, like, they were really drunk or something, and I think it was, it was when, like, right before, after, um, Thomas, Willem Dafoe does that amazing speech about the like serpent of the sea like and they're both really drunk and he's like because Ephraim had just uh said that he doesn't like Thomas's cooking and then he goes on this tirade that's like the most beautiful language but told from a very drunk sailor do you remember that yeah yeah that part is so funny because he's just, he just is so serious and he's saying like this like whole dialogue. Of, like, I think that was my favorite part of the movie. 
Oh, is it when, is it when he's talking about how 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 Ephraim didn't like his lobster? Yes, Ephraim's like, I don't like your lobster, and then he just like goes off on like this. He says like something really. Lo- he says like a a really really long sentence that's like five I, minutes I have it long. Right, I have it right here. Oh my god, it is Under- amazing. Under the quote, yeah, like, Willem had such great, like, monologues and just, like, dialogue um, that he would just kind of go on these rants and he just, he just had such a great accent and a great, like, scruffy sailor look that, (laughs) that I just loved watching him and just, like, and he was so, like, grotesque, like, when he would eat, he'd, like, spit out food as he was eating and he just... And he just would drink, and he, he would like look off so and much. And, st- and stare off into the distance, and like lose himself for a second, and then he'd come back. Like they, yeah. these, like these men were barely there. Like they were, uh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> they were you, barely there. <laughs> it was a descent into madness. Like that's the movie. It's a descent into madness. Yeah, and and that could have just been the movie as well. Like just watching these two, which which yeah, another trivia, another trivia is. Um, the movie was, like, loosely based on, was based on, like, a short story about two, here we go. The story is very loosely based on a real-life tragedy from 1801 called The Smalls Lighthouse Tragedy, in which two Welsh lighthouse keepers, both named Thomas, become trapped on their (laughs) lighthouse station during a storm. Yeah. Other influences were seafaring literary classics by Herman Melville and Robert Louis Stevenson, Mm -hmm. and supernaturally tinged weird tales of H.P. Lovecraft and, I'm not gonna, might butcher this, Algernon? 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 Yes. Algernon Blackwood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and this could have easily just been, like, a descent into madness, and I would have enjoyed it either way, because it was just, it um, was just so weird, <laughs> and I loved it so much. The, especially at the end, when um, Robert Pattinson is staring into the light, and he, like... Um, just starts screaming? It's, like, the way that, like, they edited that, like, he's screaming, and it's so loud, and, and it kind of, like, bursts the... Like they like make yeah, it so it sounds like the speakers are like are like breaking. Yeah, they like, like they reverb the speakers or something to make them sound like it's literally coming, like it's coming apart, like it's pulling apart the sound, and the and then the image is becoming so bright that you can hardly see him. It's it's a really incredible like blast of that we're watching a movie right now. Like you are like aware of this film and you were like watching this you know, four by three film, you know, it's like a square almost, you know, it's, it's very like, like the, the, because it's black and white, it has such a contrast, like everything is so gritty looking, you know? Yeah. And I also really enjoyed how they kind of used the black and white almost to their advantage. Like, you know, they would really darken scenes and, you know, and when, when a character would, would leave the light and go into the darkness, like you wouldn't see them. Like you'd barely see them. Like they took, they didn't care if you could, you know, see this person properly in this scene or like the light would be situated like very naturally and very realistically, like just candles Mm -hmm. sitting on tables and their faces would look so distorted because the lights underneath them they're not taking they're not they're not taking the time which is fine to like really light up these characters faces to see them properly because 
it just, it's so realistic and it's so, yeah, it's so terrifying as well. Like there's, yeah, like basically the scene where Willem is like kind of going off on Ephraim, like kind of saying like, you love my cooking. And then he goes into like his scary monologue, like the light underneath his face, he looks like a demon. Yeah. Like his, like his, his the light is just like morphing his face into something completely different. It he doesn't look human. Yeah. That's exactly what they become. Like, they're literally, like, inhuman. And, you know, it's hard to see them as humans, even though they're doing humane things. Like, because of the fact that they're, like, especially what um, Ephraim has to do. Like, he's, like, lugging this coal through the mud, like, all day long. like And through the rain. And he's just, like, scooping waste and poop and he's like and he's putting chemicals into their drinking water so they can properly like they can have proper drinking water yeah and it it like and then the that okay so basically the the catalyst of this whole thing is the fact that he he murders that seagull because he just can't handle it anymore um but like the seagull like dead in the water and then he just like takes that one seagull and is whacking it so hard and it's it's like it's Again, I'm I'm going back to hilarious because while he's whacking this seagull, you're just like, oh, 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 like it's just so, <laughs> it's yeah, like uncomfortable. Like the, the blood splattering everywhere, and like his wings are starting to rip off, and it's so like gruesome that he's just so angry at this bird that you know has just kind of been giving him trouble, like pecking on his window when he's trying to sleep, and you know following him around, and oh yeah, kind well, of it's multiple kinda, birds, like, but it's it's horrible, right? And yeah, they're they're uh, uh, yeah, it's it's very intense. It's like very like okay, we're watching Robert Pattinson go through this and his beautiful mustache, and we're just like, all right, he's he's having a really hard time here. Maybe he'll get out of it. Nope, it's like. Why don't we just murder Willem Dafoe after we get drunk for six months? Yeah. And and, and that's because, you know, he's starting to think that, that you know, Willem killed his last lighthouse keeper because he thought he saw oh, him. Yeah. He saw yeah. him in, like, the lo- the crab, the lobster trap or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and he's like, he's like, I know what you did. And, you know, they start, they start not, like... You really don't know who's crazy or not. Like, does does Willem really know how long they've been on the island? Does yeah. Does Robert yeah. Pattinson know? Like, they both seem to not really know, and they're just kind of like trying to keep it together, but they're both just losing it. Well, also, there's that whole scene with with when after they come inside and it's nighttime, and they're like, "Uh, the 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 dinghy was supposed to pick us up today," and then Willem Dafoe's like, "That was six months ago. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Like. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't he's know. yeah he's, he says like weeks have passed. He's yeah, like, he's like, like you, four, keep, you keep like a saying month ago that. or something. And he's like, I don't know what. Like he has no recollection of time passing at all, and it's just it's very scary. <laughs> like this whole situation is horrible. Yeah, and just and just like the the spontaneity of like how they act. Like they're just so, and then especially when they're like just drunk together, they just. You just don't know what's gonna happen. Like they're <laughs> yeah, they almost kiss. They're about to fight. Oh, like, oh yeah, just, oh yeah. They're, it's everything they're slow in dancing. between. Like, like it's everything. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you can think of <laughs> exactly. Like there's that whole se- there's that whole um, theme of like possible homosexuality. Like they're completely alone. Like we get to have 
multiple scenes of Robert Pattinson masturbating, which he does a lot in movies for some reason. He did talk about that in an interview. Um, he did? Yes, because <laughs> oh, for some reason, like, truly, he, like, has to masturbate in so many movies. And it's just like, and, and some reporter brought it up to him, and he was like, oh, yeah, I do have to do that. Like, he just, like, didn't realize. <laughs> he didn't even realize. Like, how many movies has he masturbated Oh, like, in? four. I mean, that's a lot. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, one of them was that Dali movie, for sure. Because I remember when that came out, because it was after Twilight, and he was, like, trying to distance himself from Twilight. I really am excited for him as the Batman, because I, I, I do think that he has the potential, and he really is great. Like... I really like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, this movie has definitely like turned my thoughts around on him. Like I'm I'm so I'm so glad he did this movie because he was amazing. I really hope he gets nominated. He was so fantastic. Him both him and Willem were yeah. so good. I mean, I can't see this being anything better than even what Willem did last year in the Oscars for that film he was nominated for. The Florida for. Project. Uh, oh, that, and then also he one. was nominated for the, the... Oh, Vincent! Vincent movie, yes! Yes! Like, Vincent. two years in a row, dude! Three years in a row! Let's go! <laughs> Damn, Willem! Yeah, Damn, he's, he's doing... Willem! He's in his prime right now. <laughs> he's doing so good. Um, yeah. Some other things I want to bring up, like, here's another trivia. You were you were talking about how, like, small the screen was. Um, he The director did this on purpose because he wanted it to kind of look like... Um, an old-timey, like, ca- like picture, like, mm-hmm. taken just with a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Like a and Super a- 8 picture, or? Um, like, even see. before that, like, the 30s or the, the 20s? Or the, t- the teens? It's, it just says... <sighs> the, the aspect ratio was approximately 1.19 to 1 which is practically square, to yeah. enhance the image and make it resemble early photography. Oh, okay. Um, okay. All right. A, cust- a custom cyan filter made by Schneider Filters emulated the look and feel of orthochromatic film from the late 19th century. Cool. Sort of stuff like that. And yeah. And another thing, the cast and crew filmed under extreme weather conditions. <laughs> course they did so (laughs) they said they said much of the film was shot in real weather elements oh my god so rain rain and wind machines weren't needed most of the time the most crazy (laughs) and dramatic stuff yes that's horrible the most crazy and dramatic stuff was shot for real (laughs) wow I love that so much. <laughs> I bet they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are we doing yeah. this? Like, Robert looked so miserable. <laughs> yeah, he did. In a lot of his scenes. And, w- and when he... And when he took the chamber pots, like, to the, out oh, to the oh, end, yeah. he <laughs> was holding them so steadily, like, walking on the jagged rocks over them. to the edge, and he throws them, and the wind throws it back in his face, <laughs> and he screams. <laughs> was so it's hilarious. So funny. I know, this movie is hilarious. It's very uncomfortable, but it's like... 
It is it really so something. Funny. It, it was I, so funny. I'm really having. I'm like having a recap of this movie. Like just, just laughing. I'm crying. This is such a funny movie. Ugh, but it was so just, good. It was like it was an amazing film. You know, like we just don't have movies like this. Like this is a this is a standout for sure. Completely. And uh, and another thing that this Collider article kind of talked about, which I which I want to talk about, is uh, you know the the mythology that it kind of uh, delves into. Um, mm, it yeah. kind of says, um, let's see. It says that, let's see. Uh, here we're dealing mostly with two myths in particular, the Greek figures of Proteus and Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess with the, uh, Proteus was one of myth's first old men of the sea, a primordial keeper of knowledge and friend of the sea beasts that knew everything there is to know, but hated sharing that knowledge, which is definitely Willem Dafoe's character. Oh my god, totally. Um, and then Robert Pattinson was definitely uh, Prometheus, which I guess in Greek mythology he steals light. He tries to steal light from, like, Mount Olympus, and then he gets punished by Zeus or something, so he gets, he gets, like, thrown upon a rock, and every day an eagle comes and, like, starts eating his organs, so that could definitely, that's, like, definitely parallels the end of this movie, where we find Robert Pattinson, like, goes up to the lighthouse to finally receive the knowledge from the light, and when he does, he can't take it, falls down, and he's just seen at the end being just eaten by gulls. His, like, organs are just being eaten by gulls. That is amazing. I love that. Yeah, just, like, so much stuff. And, and you know, I'm not, I don't really know much about uh, Greek mythology, but I thought this was very interesting and, uh, and, like, super cool. I mean... Yeah. That he would really... That, the, that Eggers would really go into this, like, like, so detailed and, like, and, like, really, I don't know, like, really show this mythology in such a different way by, like, by bringing in so many different, different things, like, you know, the, the mm-hmm. lighthouse. And all the, the, the light, but well, also the, like, sailors' superstitions and all that stuff. Yeah, with, like, the sirens and... Because they're super and... superstitious. Like, sailors are the most superstitious, like, people. Yeah, and uh, and you and you could tell Willem was not having it when he when he was like, "I saw you sparring with that gull." Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he was like, "It's like shouldn't kill a gull," and he's like, "Why not?" And he's like, "Cause they're filled with the souls of sailors." Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh man. There's just, also like, this. Oh, sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. No, nah, it was it was just I was just gonna say how much I loved Willem Dafoe's character again. <laughs> yeah, he was hilarious. Which is so fun. Yeah. There's also this entire uh, supernatural element that we haven't talked about. Um, oh it, yeah. Basically, it's like you kind of know from the start that Robert Pattinson is basically going insane. Um, yes. But it it did it does start with him really wanting to get up to the lighthouse and to the light, and yeah, he's kind of that, wondering like, why why he won't let him go see it. Like, he's yeah. just like, he's like, the, the handbook says I need to have a shift. Yeah. And Willem's like, no, it's my shift. I handle the light. Yeah. Like, and like, every time. Almost like he's obsessed. Yeah, you know, he's completely obsessed. And so it's, it's very clear that like, uh, 
something's going on with that where it's like he won't he won't let him go up there and so it's kind of a forbidden fruit it's like extremely like so that it just makes uh Robert Pattinson's character go absolutely crazy and just like he start he sees that like slithering tentacle above like where the light is and he's like oh my god you know and then of course he sees like the head in the basket he sees that mermaid all the time which is the only other actor in the movie um and he like has sex with the mermaid and the mermaid like screams like really high-pitched oh yeah and and was it just me like what like on on one of the nights um let's see one of the nights, like, I think Robert Pattinson's, like, out smoking, and he, like, sees the light going, and then it, as one of the light passes, you can see Willem's, like, character, like, as if he's blocking the light. Mm, and, yes. And, like, he's... Like a figure. Was, like a, a, a silhouette. Yeah, a silhouette, like, in the yes. light as it passes. Yeah, I do like, remember that. So he's definitely, he's definitely got some crazy obsession with this light. Mm-hmm. May, uh, he's, uh... And he calls the light like a she. He calls it like his his new wife, doesn't he? Like he yeah. kind of says, like the the lights, you know, not as naggy as as you know his old wife used to be, um, and stuff like that. So it's a it's a very interesting relationship he's got with this light. Well, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's he like sits up there naked. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think. You never see anything, but I think he like masturbates to the to the light. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he loves the light. He loves it. The light he is his it. wife, so yes. he makes love to the white, to the light. He sure does. Uh and then This movie is hilarious. Then, yeah. <laughs> it's and so then, obnoxious. <laughs> And then the part where Willem like turns into the to the mermaid, like when he has the like Yeah. So crazy, like some some very striking visuals. <laughs> oh yeah, and the editing is like super, like uh, it's like super jarring. You know, it'll it'll like just just fly at you out of nowhere. You have no idea what's going on. It's it's so random. It, it's just you know we we need more of these kind of really art films. You know, because this is this is truly a. Oh, God, it's just so it's such an experience. You know, you watch it and you're like. What the fuck? Like the whole movie, and the fact that it came from from A twenty four is just yes. icing icing on the goddamn cake. I wore cake. my A two four shirt too, man. I I wore it. I if anybody doesn't know, I embroidered my own A two four shirt because I really wanted to have a midsummer A two four shirt. Um, and I'm so glad because. I really, really wanted one, and I made it myself. <laughs> it's offers, beautiful, man. Offers up for you to get one, too, Emily, because I'll make one for you. Although you do want one that's uh, A24 themed, and I was thinking about making a lighthouse one, because that would be very fun. Yeah, either, I mean, yeah, some some cool, like, a, like a black and white color scheme. <laughs> that would or, be so even, awesome, with the or, lighthouse or on I, it. Yeah, or the lighthouse, or I really like the color scheme of uh, the moonlight poster with the purples and the and the blues. Yeah, um, and that's also good. But yeah, go, going off topic right now. Um, 
Yeah. I again, if anybody wants me to to sell them, I, I can't because it's not my logo. I can make them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I just I can't sell them because like it's not mine. Um, I'm making the shirts, but you know, for friends. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. They they do have I, I was looking at the uh their merch. They do have some merch on their website. They have um, some awesome merch. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do some... I turn you to it's A24. I would say that um uh since we love A24 so much, and I just saw an A24 movie yesterday, Waves. Um I uh apparently they have their own podcast. And really? I, I have yet to listen to it, but there is an episode that came out a couple of years ago with uh, Ari Aster and Robert Eggers, and they have a conversation. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I am very much interested. Very yeah. much interested. Definitely have to listen to it. I, I, I really would. I'm, I'm excited to listen to it. My roommate told me about it because uh, he is a big fan of uh, The Witch and uh, Hereditary, which is Ari Aster and Robert Eggers. So, you know. Oh, okay. So let's. So uh, do we really. Do we have anything else? Uh, another thing I learned from an article was like this was kind of a movie about identity as well. Like we kind of. Like, Robert Pattinson starts off the movie being uh, Ephraim Winslow, but then mm-hmm. you know, he kind of says right. that he lied, and yeah. that his name is actually Thomas, and, you yeah. know, he he spills his beans and tells uh, Thomas, uh, Willem Dafoe's character, you know, that he killed someone, and, you know, like, he's trying yeah. to start over, So, but he just doesn't really seem to know who he is, because mm-hmm. uh, once... Because we figure out that he took the name of the person he murdered, mm-hmm. but then also Willem Dafoe doesn't really know who he is either. Like he kind of yeah. he says one thing about his past, but then he changes it and says that like you know you weren't listening or you heard wrong, and mm-hmm. it's just it's a very it's a very interesting, confusing like identity loss between the two of them. They just don't really know. I also like the idea they that they're the same person because they're like they have the yeah. same name. You know, like that makes so much sense to me, right? Yeah, they have the same name. Ephraim is looking to become the, like the lighthouse keeper, and you know it kind of it kind of sounds like um, Thomas is kind of maybe even looking to mentor him. He's like, you know, you have a you have a good head, you could be a good lighthouse keeper. Like it almost sounds like he might offer a mentorship, but um, but then or you know like, he ends up killing him and then becoming basically the lighthouse keeper. Well, I I have a I have a good like idea. Like Thomas, younger Thomas is actually older Thomas. Like, the two of them just cycle over and over again. And, like, older Thomas is Robert Pattinson in the future. Uh, and, like, he keeps, like, getting reborn and killing himself and then getting reborn and killing himself over and over and over again. You know? And it also, Yeah, that like, was another talking point. It also kind of, like, represents, like... You know the a lot of the, the even the masturbation scenes. I mean, it's like he's he's uh, auto. You know, he he has it's himself. You know, it's like it. He's loving himself, but then he kind of has this intimate relationship with with uh, Willem Dafoe when they're really drunk. You know, there's kind of that homosexuality there, but is it auto sexuality? Like, 
maybe it's it, Willem Dafoe is him. Maybe the two of them are, are actually the same person just cycling through over and over and over again forever. Yeah, the Collider article says that um, apparently it was on Reddit. Um, it says there's a very, or no, there's a very Reddit theory-ish mm. way to watch this film and surmise that Thomas and Thomas are the same person. Oh my god, I just cycle. came up with that by myself! Wow! <laughs> I thought I brought that up at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> well, you did, but it was, like, not as fleshed out. Alright. Let's see. So we kind of kind of just, like, cycled through everything and, like, mixed everything in the episode. Let's see what we got for some plot keywords. Were we were, were we done? Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up about the movie? Nah, man. Nah? Nah. Right. Was, was there much of... There wasn't really much music, was there? I, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, there's music. It's, like, really daunting. It's like, burr, yeah. burr, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like that. I, I remember the first time I watched the movie that that noise that the lighthouse makes, like the, like the, like the, burr, like yes, when he's, yes. oh. when he's like putting in the coal. That was so aggravating. That was like for the first 30 minutes of the movie. It was yes. like every five seconds was like, no, even less, like every three seconds it was like, burr. Yeah, like Burr. like a very like mechanic, so like mechanic like whirring noise, like and it was so constant, it was so, so unco- aggravating, so uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, and it, it so aggravating. It was so good. Uh, it was such I, a good. I can't was, believe you saw this movie twice. Like I literally, I had it only enough to muster one time out of this movie. Like it is like oh, it's so hard I, to watch. I would say don't see it again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I, you saw it twice. I'm I'm glad I did, but but you you didn't need to see it twice. You did, like 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 once like once was enough. Um, but yeah. So back to the plot keywords. But I had to bring up that noise. Like it was such it was such a great horrid noise. Like I just oh yeah. I, and it and it will I feel like it will stick with me forever. Much much like in Parasite, the guy's creepy ass eyeballs <laughs> peeping up over the stairs. <laughs> Those will just forever be ingrained in my brain. Oh, don't even. I, I sent this uh, this picture to Emily today that was on the this cat is chonky or the other day uh, of that of this cat <laughs> like right. peeping yes. his head over the stairs and I was like it's like parasite. <laughs> yes. And this cat's eyes are like huge. And he's They're just huge. <laughs> you like just oh, see the upper was half it? of his face. <laughs> what was it? My cat's reaction to snow or something? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And yeah. I was like, it's parasite. Oh, that's it's exactly a great movie. Parasite. Yeah, and I, I saw that I saw Parasite and the Lighthouse within like a day of each other, and it was like so much for me to handle. Yeah, I think I saw. Yeah, I think I saw them both fairly close together too. They were just such. It was such crazy movies to watch. I know. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. Back to these plot keywords. All right. So we've got <laughs> I, here. You didn't say them yet? No, I didn't. I, I went I went <laughs> straight into the to the noise. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm in good spirits. Oh, man. All right. So we've got... Uh... 
for plot keywords, we've got axe, storm, underwater scene, mermaid, and lighthouse. What? Axe? Yeah, axe. A-X-E. When does he use an axe? Um. Oh, when he's like, he's, when the boat gets crushed, when Willem Dafoe's like. Yes. Yeah, he runs out and he whacks the boat. Right, right, right. Yeah, he he destroys the boat and then when they're back in the house, he says like, why did you destroy the boat with that axe? And then, and then. He's like, you destroyed the boat with the axe. That's what he says. Or no, or does. No, Thomas goes, you destroyed the boat with the axe. And Ephraim's like, I didn't do that. You did that. Which is further to prove that they're the same person. (laughs) Yes. 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 Um, Let's see. We've also got uh, sex with a mermaid. Uh Uh-huh. He does have sex with a mermaid. We see a mermaid vagina in this in this movie, which is something which, that uh, I will never be able to unsee. Yes, and something I never thought I would see. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just was like, oh no. China. <laughs> I'll watch Robert Pattinson masturbating, but I do not want to see a mermaid vagina. Please don't. No. <laughs> oh, man. Same uh, scene. Got... Yeah, what? Same scene. He's masturbating to the thought of the mermaid that he has, yes. like a little wooded mermaid that was in his pillow or in his bed. So yeah, stuffed in his hair-filled mattress. It looked like. Yeah. So nasty. Um, I've also got like drunkenness. Um, you know, destroying a rowboat. Wow, this is a plot keyword. <laughs> Destroying a ro- again with the axe, like Jesus. That's a very small part of the movie. And we've got walking on all fours like a dog. Like uh-huh. what are these plot keywords? Like what other well, movies that, have that does this? Happen. That that part of the movie was really weird. Only <laughs> the lighthouse has a mention of destroying a rowboat. <laughs> Well, the, the the part where he's like making Willem Dafoe walk on the on all fours was kind of insane. Like he like, and he starts to bury him, and he's like yelling as he's burying him, and for some reason he stops. Like it just it was so weird. Yeah, and it was so cringy when like he would throw some he would throw some dirt and it would land like in his mouth, and he would just keep talking, and it just and I just really hoped that in this scene that Willem was just getting like. Just like crushed up Oreos, no, like thrown at his it face. Was thir- like it was totally dirt. He's no. He wants the Oscar. He wants the Oscar. No, please He's gonna be grab Oreos. the Oscar with his dirt-filled mouth, Emily. No. Oh my gosh. I hope. Is there a pl- is there a trivia in here where where it's Willem Dafoe was actually not being not being thrown dirt in his mouth. It was actually crushed up Oreos. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you just add that? Why don't you just say, this is a real trivia, and then it's, like, completely not real. No, it's not. I can't lie. Because what if it was dirt? Then Willem Dafoe just, just, he earned, he earned it. He earned it. He already gets it. He just gets the Oscar. Um, all right. What else we got here? We going to, uh, Metascore? Yes. Okay. All right. This feels kind of like a hot mess of a podcast, but you know what? Hey. You know what? Emily, I don't care. (laughs) You're right. It's, you know. This movie how, is how crazy. Else, how else are you going to talk about this movie? No, no, there's no way to talk about it logically. It is all over the place. It is a, it is a crazy true. movie. 
That's true. That's true. Um, so an, it got an average meta score of 83, which is pretty dang dang good. Yeah. I, you know, it makes me think it's going to get nominated. Oh, oh, it has to. It has to. It has to or else... I, Right, or else I, I'm quitting. Right, you know what? <laughs> or else we don't really know what the fuck is going on with the Oscars because they don't even know what the fuck is up. Honestly, every year. Every year they do they do something, something like. Uh, My roommate that, today asked me. Unforgivable. She goes, <laughs> she, she literally asked me, she, we're sitting at lunch today. She goes, so have... Uh, do you do that whole thing with the Oscar predictions and shit? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, so are you good at predicting them? And I said, listen, Alex. No. <laughs> There's no I, predicting madness. I said, yeah. I was like, I don't think you understand how difficult it is. <laughs> you can't. When you've seen you them can't, all. You can't predict the the absolute absurdness that is the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Oh man. Oh man. All right, let's see. I'm I'm looking through these and see if there's any that I like. Um, um I'll read the top one, the Cineview one. All right. Uh, Eggers has created a film of disturbing horror, absurdist comedy, and probing psychodrama, which defies the generic boundaries as it breaks through them. The Lighthouse is a saltwater gothic masterpiece. Saltwater gothic? Can that be? Can that be like a? Can that be a mood, or can that be like a? Oh, that's a real mood. It's a mood. Can that be? Can that be like a like a style? Like oh, I'm going for saltwater gothic. <laughs> yeah, like like um, Edgar is just like I'm going for saltwater gothic. Yeah, like what was what was your thought process in going going for this? Oh, saltwater gothic. <laughs> yeah, like what the. I fucking love that. <laughs> like, what is that? Uh, let's see. Oh, man. I, I like a lot of these. I kind of just... <laughs> what is this? I like the... I like the Vox... Uh, Vox gave it a 90. It says, There's horror and gaslighting and high-on-helium-style comedy and bits of... <laughs> <laughs> scattered about in essence it's a pile of things that don't add up to any one thing but do leave you feeling both elated and creeped out oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing oh god that would really explain how I'm feeling right now I'm super elated and creeped out oh boy <laughs> oh man yeah that's really fun oh, man. that's, that's, that's wow. a fun one that's this was great. Yeah. This is great. This is a fun podcast. I really was excited to talk about this movie, and I I really am cursing myself for saying that we were never going to talk about it, because I just, I don't know what I was thinking. I think it shocked me too much in the beginning. I was like, I don't, well, uh, like, but now I'm like, this is a great movie. Yeah, and, uh, and a quick little shout out I want to make. Uh, this might be a little late, but, you know... Happy three-year anniversary, yes. Alessandra. Um, it was on the it was on the fifteenth of November. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, three years, and, uh, you know. 
you know, and I, I'm really glad that, uh, that, that I'm saying this during the lighthouse. Because <laughs> this, uh, I feel like it's, it's not fitting. It's just, I, I, I like, I like that it's, that it's, it's in, it's in the lighthouse episode. Yeah, and, uh, to anybody who's listening to the podcast, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, three years has gone by so fast. So many things have happened, and... It's so it's, many movies, so many laughs, so so many <laughs> things, and we really just, I I love it all. I love every movie I've watched, even the bad ones, and you know, I'm I'm just excited that I get to even watch movies in the first place, and it just makes me realize my love of movies and also my love of Emily. <laughs> ditto, ditto to that man. Feelings <laughs> mutual. You, you love yourself so much. I, yeah, I love myself. I love movies. I also love you, Alessandra. Um, I, I love this time we spend together talking about, you know, shit like Little Italy. And uh, yeah, man, everybody just go listen to that. Watch with us episode where we watched Little Italy. You could just wa- listen to the whole thing and watch the movie at the same time. Great. Yeah, we need to do more of if, those. If, if you enjoyed that and want us to do like a, do it to like a, a shitty Christmas movie, we'll do it. We'll do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Down. I'm real down. Don't, don't, don't think we won't do it, because we will. Um, but and yeah, you can, you, or, uh, yeah, you can do that. Do. <laughs> you always do these. I'm actually going to do it for once. You do uh, it, man. You do it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you want to tell us anything, you can uh, write a review on um, Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. It helps other people find us. You can also write a review on SoundCloud or on Google Podcasts as well. Um, if you would like to email us, we you can definitely reach us and tell us all about The Lighthouse or all about other other things you've seen. Um, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. We also have tons of social media, including Facebook. So if you just search All By The Popcorn Podcast, you'll find us. There's a group or, you know, a page on there that you can like. Uh, there's the Instagram at all, the po- all By The Popcorn Podcast and our Twitter at By The Popcorn, at By The Popcorn um, and also we have merch, which I just posted on our three-year anniversary on our, uh, Instagram, or sorry, on our Facebook, um, and so I also posted it, it on, on Twitter. Oh, yes, and on Twitter. Go check it out. We just have the, our little icon, um, which is our little director lady and also our, uh, title for our podcast. Um, you can get all sorts of things on there. If you really like us, that would be amazing. We can get some extra bucks. <laughs> And once again, thank thank you everyone for listening through these through these past three years. Or if you're just starting to listen, uh, really appreciate you. And uh, we we love we love doing this. So I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.